0: Check, 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 check. Okay. All right. Here we go. Yes, yes, yes. JR says received. All right. Well, that's a good sign. It's always a nice shot. Hello, one and all. Noon Report Live. I wish some of you people would learn... I don't know how else to explain it. You don't have to comment. You don't have to comment. Social media has spoiled people. Where people think they have to comment. You don't have to comment. You don't have to comment. I don't know how many times I have to say that. Many of you, you're lucky that I've discovered hiding comments. Who care? Who then why are you commenting? Why are you commenting? Who cares? When I was growing up, my mom would always say, don't say shut up. <clears throat> so therefore, Kathleen Mello, I'm not going to say that. Wait, who, who's forcing you to comment? <clears throat> Social media... Forces me to interact with individuals who I would never interact with With very good reason. I should feel better about my life. that I don't have to deal with many people Do people sit there and watch TV and just complain but flip the channel you're not gonna like everything Do you sit there at a baseball game and keep asking what's the score? You're not gonna like everything Some of my favorite television shows. Sometimes it'll be a lost episode. Sopranos, Breaking Bad. I don't like the thing about The Fly. Sometimes it goes into different segments. What are you you commenting for? Move along. People test my patience. All right, we're waiting to go live on the radio. Well, folks, good afternoon at 12.06 on this Thursday. You're listening to the John DiPietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I want to welcome everybody in that enjoys watching the Noon Report Live on Facebook. Remember, share what you, that you're watching. And uh, remember, if you want someone to tune in, you can um, just type their name in, and that should notify them Now... A uh, little housekeeping. I get people that ask, now how can I find you? Go out, subscribe to the page. It's original content. This content every single day. It's 99 cents a month. How much you pay for your cable bill? How much are you paying for some of these streaming devices? How much are you paying to watch some of these channels that you never watch? 99 cents. <clears throat> if we could, if I could, I'd raise the price per month. But I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. We could. Tempted to. Kind of thin the herd a little bit. But instead, the solution is the stars that people can send. Nine Nights said, this is the best bargain. We are producing content that is better than anything on local TV. On TV, period. <clears throat> Television is coming down. Coming down. Barry Dillis said, Hollywood is over. Films are over. Who goes to the movies anymore? Nobody. The reason that films were two hours long, at the most three hours, was because they didn't have streaming services. Now, why tell a story in two hours when you can tell it in hours, right? Yellowstone, White Lotus, Cranston PD Live, the best shows are available on streaming. If Godfather came out today, do you think they would cram it into three hours? No. It would be like five seasons, maybe more. Why rush? No reason to. It's all about content. We provide content. I am a content provider using multiple platforms. This portion of the program. And if you don't like the content, no one's for it. I, I can't explain that enough. Now, when you go into someone's home, I know we're off on a full tangent. We have a guest coming up in seven minutes. <clears throat> when you go into someone's home, do you spit on the floor? <laughs> if you go into a bar or restaurant and you don't like it, what do you spit on the floor? Throw something in the owner's face? No, you just like walk out. These people, oh, can you figure out why I'm not allowed to comment on the page? Did did you post something that was wildly offensive? Why would we tolerate that? Why on earth would I put up with that? There's no reason to. God, and I get it. A lot of people, I was drinking last night. I may may have posted something. Then don't go on when you've been drinking or face the consequences. Who would put up with that? Do you have people over to your home that spit on the rug? Why? I don't. <laughs> and it's the s- same thing. You don't want to comment? Don't comment. Not everyone cares what you think. We're going to shift gears here a little bit. Cranston PD Live tomorrow night. 7 to 9. <clears throat> Listen. We have people who complain about that. I, I didn't say we're chasing a serial killer here. <laughs> not yet it's it's happening in real time i can't control that happens what are we just going to start making arrest on people i mean people well you should try to go live when this oh okay yeah we do that i do go live on this crime but you don't always get to do it in, in real time you're watching too much television it's it's, it's real life like what's going on in andover's real life what is going on in massachusetts Holy cow, what a year this has been to the beginning of it. I'm going to talk about that. The Vinnie Paz story. Listen, he's a friend of mine. He's been a friend of mine for a very long time. His, I don't know what exactly the nature of the relationship is. She seems very lovely. She posted something on Facebook. It was something I had heard. She made it official. He's a father he is now, and, it, and I didn't say they were women and infants last night but last the night was the first time that the mother of child of the champ posted saying yes he is the father of one of my children I didn't say he was in the blanking delivery room, I didn't say this the birth didn't happen last night, who said it was? why am I communicating with the illiterate? ah uh, it's a good thing there are many good people that follow the program because otherwise i think it was either pete townsend or ozzy osborne one time suddenly looked out at the crowd It was like 14 year old kids in black shirts with a lighter in the front row yeah and it was like you know what i don't think i'm tory anymore ah <laughs> uh, <clears throat> if you don't like the blanking story that's not my problem who are you to judge I have several choices here. I try to give people guidance. I'm not going to just start blocking everyone, but there are many people. I I get it. I am a magnet for the social misfits. Sometimes they're amusing. Many times they're not. (laughs) Listen, it's a different story. I I didn't say it rivals the Chinese spy balloon. How can you say this? uh, Let me guess. Hunter's Laptop. Uh, I thought we got rid of all the QAnon idiots. No one I didn't see, <laughs> I didn't go live outside the champ's home. Just it's a good Rhode Island story. Five-time boxing champ Vinny Paz his female whatever girl i think at one i thought they were engaged at one point perhaps not but anyhow just confirmed that and she posted the picture now again i'm gonna be i posted I, i don't this is not then you take a free shot i heard 40 years ago he didn't tips oh okay you heard 40 years ago screw get off the page it it doesn't mean enough to me You know the expression the customer's always right? Doesn't exist on the Facebook page. El Rongo. I don't know how many languages I have to speak. I'm entitled to my opinion on your own page. Period. All right, enough of this. Well, not really, but I mean, I'm going to move on from it. Listen, it's a good Rhode Island interesting story. I didn't say it's a blockbuster. I didn't say, you know... I didn't go live outside, as I said, women and infants. It's just a fun story. Jessie, who seems very, I've never met her, seems very delightful, confirmed that the champ is a dad. I'm happy for him. So, I heard 40 years ago. Oh, okay. Boy, that sounds reliable. The beauty of that is it can't be confirmed either way. I heard 40 years ago. Oh, that ought to hold up well. Look, what is this? Get a hobby. All right, this portion of the John DePietro Show, and we're going to transition to something actually very serious. you virtually Propane Plus. Folks, call them today, Propane Plus, 401-885-4209, 508-252-3359. It's Propane Plus, heating or cooling, always online at propaneplus.com, residential or commercial. You can depend on Propane Plus. Just put in your zip code, Propane Plus. Now, let me get back on track. If you haven't read it, I, I, I'm telling you, a large percentage of the population is illiterate and unable to click and, and do story, which is why I'm doing more videos. <clears throat> Just go to the website, topetro.com. Um, brought to you by the Cohesit Inn. 226 Cohesit Avenue, in West Warwick. Lunched in a drinks allowance. They're waiting for you at the Cohesit Inn. You know, there, there's one thing that annoys me. And and I'm not trying to single anyone out. But the element of this is, don't tell me what's news. You You may not like the news. You may not find the news maybe not that interesting. Maybe it's not your type of news. But don't tell me what's news. Why is this news now? I've already explained. And some of you people are on thin ice. All right, now, let's get serious for a moment been a lot of talk about the Duxbury mom, Lindsay Clancy. There's been an awful lot on the page. And I I, I also, before we bring on our guest, I just want to remind people, and I recognize right now there are people listening. They're not on social media. You do whatever you want. I'm telling you. It's a great platform. It's free. Um, but, but people... Some of you need to learn to be able to make your point, give your opinion, without insulting the other side. That's all I'm going to say. And when it comes to this, it is surprising the number of women that are supporting her. Right? She's, she's in court. She's facing three murder charges. She strangled her three children. <clears throat> there are some... People that address this as like, if you think she's guilty, you're an idiot. Well, you know, it's the prosecutors bringing the case. But it certainly seemingly is leading to a discussion of postpartum depression, possibly postpartum psychosis. Now, there is someone that's very brave who is posting on the page saying, you know, I also suffered this. I heard voices. I haven't told a lot of people about that. You know, I admire someone I do who's willing to come forward, and she's agreed to join us, and she's going to share as much or as little as she wants to, but I am certainly, certainly willing to listen, and I believe we're going to get her on right now. Yes, we are. Just for a couple moments, and she's very kind to take... Hi. There she is. All right, I'm just going to use her first name, which is Ginger. Ginger. And Ginger, thank you for taking the time to speak to us. I know this is not an easy topic. And as I expressed to you, um, <clears throat> I give you courage. I give you credit, I should say, for the courage to step forward. No no judgment here. You have insight. Other people don't. You share as much or as little as you like. But you seem to have an interesting perspective on the Lindsay Clancy case, which has left a lot of people dumbfounded. Of how something like this could happen, how a mother could do that to her children, her three children, and the, the guise of which the hearing of what could have put her in that state. So, what, what can I, I just want to listen and hear you share just your thoughts on this?
1: So, I'm going to start from the beginning. Um, it's been hard all day because I never told anybody the details i just you know said certain things i went to a mental hospital whatever but i never said the details so it's been hard reliving that it was 22 years ago so i had my son the next day i woke up i was crying couldn't stop crying and the nurses at Kent hospital back then they they weren't understanding i don't think they knew what what that was postpartum depression and i'll never forget the nurse comes in and she goes what's wrong with you I said, I, I don't know. I said, I can't stop crying. I'm so depressed. And she's looking at me disgusted. And I'm like, oh, maybe there's something wrong with me. Maybe mothers aren't supposed to do this. So that was the first start. Long story short, um, I pre- progressively got worse. I was very mean to my husband. Every day he'd come home and I would just start a fight. I wanted to. I Hatred drove me. And oh. it, when Tyler would be sleeping and I can still see him in the cradle, I would walk up to him with a pillow and I would want to kill him and I hated him for making me overweight and giving me stretch marks like you did this to me but the minute he would wake up I would hold him I love you I'd be a loving mother but I I couldn't get those thoughts out of my head that I wanted to take his life and I remember I would hold him in the kitchen I could still see the kitchen. And I remember saying, your dad's gonna hurt us. We're gonna leave. We're gonna pack up and leave because he's gonna hurt us. Like all these thoughts in my head that were just insane. But at that point I thought I was still okay. I just was that whatever. I thought the dad was gonna hurt us, we're gonna leave. Like it was so weird and I would hear voices calling my name all the time and I would say what? And I'd look around, nobody was there. And I'm like, maybe I just thought I heard him, you know, whatever, like you just make excuses for yourself. Sure. And I had—I was sleeping one night. I had a dream that I was beating Tyler, and I woke up and I was punching him, like literally punching him. And I was like, and then I became back to the real Ginger I am. And I was like, oh my god, are you okay? Like, I—I was like, what is wrong with me? There's something not right. But I didn't get it because yes, I read about it during the pregnancy. But people were like, oh, you're just depressed. You have a kid. That's normal. But I was like, is this normal that I want to kill my son? I hate my husband. Every day I'm fighting with him. I want to take my son and just run away. And I was so manic that every time Tyler would wake up for a bottle, I would work out and do Tybo for an hour. So if he woke up at one in the morning, I would do Tybo till two. And then if he went back to sleep and say he woke up at four in the morning, I would do Tybo again for another hour. Like I worked out three to four hours a day. It was only sleeping three hours a week. I was insane. I couldn't stop. I... But I used to say, like, I wish I didn't have you. I hate you. Like, all these horrible things to him. And thank God he doesn't remember this. And then one day, months later, I think it was four months old, I called my friend who worked for my gyno. And I said, I think I have that postpartum depression. I'm in trouble because I don't want to live anymore. And I don't want him to live either. So she brought me in. They put me in a Fexor. You know, I went to Butler Hospital. In a few weeks, I was great. Okay, fast forward. I have my second son. It kicks up again. So, one day, my my husband at the time calls me from work. He's like, what are you doing? And I said, I'm cutting myself. And he said, what do you mean? I said, I'm I'm cutting my arm. And I said, it's so normal. Like, to me, it was normal. I just want to cut myself. So, he left work, and he picked me up, brought me to the hospital. They had to raise my dose. And once they did that, I was okay. But when I found out about the mother who killed her children, yeah, my first thought is, oh, my God, kill her. How could she do this? But... The other part of me, I get it. Like, you're not yourself. Your hormones change. Like, you're just not yourself. I I, I can't explain it if you haven't been through it. I never thought it would get me, but it got me twice. So it's just a horrible thing, and I feel bad for those kids. And that's why when you watch the arraignment and she's staring into the camera, just like, "Eh, whatever, like, I don't care. That's not her. That She, her brain is just gone, you know, and I I feel bad for the kids. I feel bad for her, and I'm... Lucky enough that I called my friend and said, I need help, something's wrong, because I love my kids. I, I have three great kids, 22, 21, and 14. But if I wasn't smart enough to make that call, then I don't think my, my oldest son would be here and I'd be in jail. So.
0: Now, Ginger, there, there's a gap between the second child and your youngest. Um, I'm wondering if, I mean, if, if and again, I, I just wonder, was was it a deterrent? To have a, a third child after what you just went through with two, I would think that someone, if you come out of it, you say, you know, I'm never going through that again. So you're right. So
1: you're right. So let me explain. My two boys I have with my ex husband, and I was dating someone else, and he said he couldn't have children. Okay, great. I don't want any more. I had enough problems. I don't want any more. Right. And I got pregnant again. And I was like, uh, you can have kids. <laughs> so that's wow. how that happened. Um, yes, I mean, having three kids is a lot. I mean, I don't care if you got tons of money, if you got no money. It, it, it's, it's a lot. Um, so, yeah, I was scared when I found out I was pregnant with the third. I was like, I can't go through this postpartum shit again. I, I, I have two boys I'm close with. Everything's great. Like, I don't need another. But I'm, I'm glad I had her. She's great. She's 14. She's healthy. And she's a great kid. Um, right. But, it, yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying, because I used to be just like that. Like, why would you have another one? Are you crazy? So mm. I get it. And I respect your opinion. I, you know, I was happy that you wanted me to come on the show yes. to educate people, because it's a hard thing. And I had to call my son last night and tell him, listen, this is what's going to be said. I love you. That wasn't me. You know, I I don't want to hurt him, but that that's my story. I mean, that's what happened. I." Now, did just, so
0: with Lindsay Glancy, do you... How do you view her? Is this someone who, because, you know, if you heard the arraignment, that day seemed normal. She took her youngest daughter to the peed in the morning, came home, made a snowman with the five-year-old girl, three-year-old girl. And then suddenly, according of the prosecutor, she's planning to get the husband out of the house.
1: No, I get it. I get it, because when I used to whisper in Tyler's ear, I, I can still see it, the brown tile on the kitchen floor, standing in front of the stove, holding him, saying, I'm going to get us out here. I'm going to pack our bags. We're going to leave because he's going to hurt us. When my husband was a great father and a great husband, my brain was telling me that, you know, if I really left, you know, and took Tyler, I would have made plans. Like, well, I'll wait till he goes to work. You know, I get what the prosecutor saying. She was calculated. She planned it. But sh- that wasn't her. That, I don't know if you want to call it the devil, the other side of her, that wasn't her. When I first heard this story, I'm like, wow, what a piece of shit. How could she do that, you know, drag her around a I, horse, kill her? But right. then I started hearing details. I'm like, oh, God, I get it. I've been there. And it sucks. I know, like, believe me, I picture myself taking an exercise rope and killing my kids. I could never do it because I'm normal now. But back then, that's a different story. I don't know if I could have. Maybe do, do
0: you think ginger do you, like when you're hearing about the different medications now what you went through was obviously 20 years ago are the medications are they are they making it better is it clouding things like
1: I think they're making it worse there's too many I saw the names and one of them I'm still on and which is amitriptyline I take one of those I am out like a light I sleep solid all night I don't wake up for anything and when I saw that, I was like, wait a minute, Am- Amateur Clean, Valium, Zoloft, right there, those three are powerful, mixed together. She must have been a zombie. And then you add another, what, nine or ten medicines on that? Hmm. I can't believe a doctor, I don't know if she was doctor shopping, if she had a couple different doctors that would help. I don't know what the story is, but that's ridiculous.
0: Can you touch on uh, the stigma of, because let's face it, you know, the... Nor- I, don't, I don't want to use the word normally, but most often the birth of a child is seen as, you know, welcome to the world and the balloons and the evolution of life and it brings families together and, you know, your parents and grandparents and it's this incredible. There, there's certainly pressure to feel that something incredible has happened, but what about the stigma that. There you are crying the next day in the hospital, where the nurse even says, "Like, what's, what's wrong with you? You should be this happy person."
1: Right. It it sucks. It's a lot of pressure. I mean, I remember thinking there was something wrong with me when she was like, "What's wrong with you?" Right. And I'm like oh 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 that's right you're supposed to be happy you just had a child what, what is wrong maybe I'm the only one that suffers from this i mean that's why my second child i went to women infants because they treated me so bad at kent okay. but then the third child i did go to kent they were great i mean this was years ago so yeah. maybe it was different um but yeah it was horrible it, it was a lot of pressure because it's like oh i'm supposed to be happy so just stop crying just keep oh. it in don't tell anybody and be fine so now, yeah it,
0: do, do you feel, um, did, you, did you have thoughts like this during the pregnancy, or did it all kind of show itself no. once the child was born?
1: It showed itself right when he was born. The mm. whole pregnancy, I was normal. I didn't cry much. I, I was a normal person. And But I read about it only because my friend said, hey, read about this postpartum depression. I'm like, yeah, okay, but I'll never have it. So, okay, I'll just read a little bit. And that's the only thing that saved me because she had told me, read about it. But it wasn't really common back then, a little bit, but not really, you know? So I'm glad I, when I, cause I would go into this evil mode and then snap out of it and be like, you need help. Something's wrong. You're hearing voices. You want to kill your child? Like something's not right, you know? So I'm glad she said that. And I did read about it. Cause I remember seeing all the symptoms and I'm like, I have all of them. Something's wrong. So she never told me about that during the pregnancy. I don't know where I'd be today or my son would be today. But, like, I feel guilty. I feel guilty that, like, I still see myself with the pillow standing over his cradle. You know, like, he was so cute just sleeping there. And I'm standing there with a pillow and thinking all these bad things. Like, I feel that's bothered me for years. I try and suppress it. Because I don't want him to ever think it was him. Right, It was me. You know, and I...
0: Tell us about the voices. Because that must really be alarming. I mean, that (laughs) is something. Tell us about the voices.
1: When I heard the uh, arraignment and I heard she called her husband and said I heard a guy telling me to kill the kids right there I was like oh my god like it brought me back and I used to sit in the couch I would feed him and I would hear ginger ginger and I'd look around and I'm like nobody's there that's all I heard was my name constantly being called and I think once I told my husband I keep hearing somebody call my name I don't know if this kid, it's the kids outside but I keep hearing my name because your brain doesn't want to admit it your brain wants to think well there's a logical explanation but there wasn't i constantly heard my name the voices didn't say anything it just said my name so when i heard her say that she heard voices i'm like oh my god i did too you know so i hate to say this i know a lot of people going to. i feel bad for her because i hope she never snaps out of this state because if she does and she realizes what she did the real her is going to just be devastated and she has to live with this. And it's a horrible feeling, I'm sure. I could never live with myself if I took my child. But when you're in that state, it's okay. Because you think you're saving them. You're helping them by taking their life.
0: Hmm. Folks, again, our guest is Ginger. And Ginger, first of all, thank you again. I mean, this is very insightful. If you could also just touch on, you know, the... As you... I think it's interesting... That you're saying like there was a plan of like you have to get ta- your son we gotta get out of here we're gonna get away from him right. so like you could almost picture she was in a furious mode yes. of I have to get this done Yes, including yourself before he gets home but th- just the, the the vision of yourself with the pillow I think what must just be torturous is of just how it would then make you feel when you think back on that of and and again you're not in your right state of mind but could you describe but the emotions that then you would feel so horrible afterwards that you were actually thinking those things
1: yeah i that's why i didn't tell many people the details um you know, I just said I went to bother to get help, but like I can see myself with that pillow. I can still see his grandfather made the um the little crib he was in by hand. I can still see Tyler laying on his right side. I mean, it's like I was there yesterday, wow. and I feel guilty, but it wasn't me. Right. You know, but like I said, as soon as he would wake up, I put the pillow down, pick him up. I love you, hi baby. I give him all these kisses. That's why people are confused when they see the photos of her with her kids and she's smiling. I get it, because that's how I was. Like, I was always smiling, happy, and loved Tyler. But the minute he'd fall asleep, and he'd be defenseless, the evil came out of me, and I just wanted him gone. And I, I hate to say that, but I just, if I can educate one person or somebody who's pregnant who's listening and can can understand what I'm saying and maybe pay attention to the signs, then I, I did good, because it's horrible. Like, Andrea Yates, who killed her kids... You know, I feel bad that they got drowned, but I get it. She wasn't in her rights. That wasn't her. You know, it's, it's, I don't, it's hard to make people understand who don't have it. But when the medication kicked in, I was me again. I mean, I didn't think that way no more. I was fine. And the doctor said, you know, sometimes when you have babies, your hormones go into it like a, uh, how can I say it? Um, They don't balance out. And so your brain is not working correctly. So that makes sense and the medicine kicked in I was ginger again and everything was great. So but then I had Cody and it started again so they raised the dose but I, it, I just wish I could make people understand how serious this disease is and to know that she cut her wrist and jumped out the window and she's paralyzed probably forever. I just I I feel horrible because if she ever gets normal again, oh, is she's going to just wish she could take that day back, you know? And I'm so grateful that didn't happen to me and my kids. So,
0: Ginger, what could be done though? Now, let's just look at her situation. She she went to Women and Infants in Providence in December, and they treated her. She was in McLean Hospital, which is a very you know criti- critically acclaimed hos- hospital in Belmont, Mass. She was admitted, so she she seemingly was doing all the right things. What? We, where is this thing breaking down? But, Honestly, yeah,
1: the doctors. And I oh. will explain why I think that. Go ahead. I, uh, my ex was very abusive. Um, beat me pretty bad. Oh. Um, event- eventually, my brain fell down and was sitting on my spinal cord. So I kept getting these horrible pressure, pain in the back of my head. I mean, brutal pain that you just wish you were dead. So I went to Kent Hospital. I went, I called my doctor and they all dismissed it. No, you're 32 years old because I was 32 at the time. They said, you're fine. You know, it's just stress. I'm like, no, listen, something's wrong. I said, I'm having strokes. I said, my left arm is going numb. I can't hold a cigarette. I can't hold my phone. I wake up in the middle of the night screaming because the left arm is so numb. I can't feel it. I said, something is wrong with my brain. Nobody wanted to listen to me. And then I go to Ken, you know, oh, follow my finger, bend down and touch your toes. I'm like, I I can't touch my toes. If I bend down, all the pressure is going to go to my head and I'm going to be in pain. So I try and squat down and touch my toes. And he's like, well, I think you're okay. You know, maybe this is whatever. I'm like, I got a tumor in my head. I'm dying and nobody can. So he goes, well, you can see a specialist if you want, but I'm sure you're fine. Long story short, I saw a specialist, thank God, but I almost gave up. So I'm like, no doctors are listening. I went to the specialist. He's like, uh, you have Chiari one malformation. Your brain is sitting on your spinal cord and you can die like any second. If you sneeze too hard, you will possibly die. If you cough too hard, anything that made your like pressure run to the brain, it'll just fall and then wherever you are you will drop and die so I gave up hope when it came to doctors because mm. I really believe when it comes to the insurance you have oh that's all she has yeah you're fine get out of here so honestly like today to this day if I'm really sick I don't go unless like it's really really bad because I don't trust them
0: well let me, let me come back to Lindsay <laughs> Glancy the, yep. from what we understand the husbands at the aisle of CBS he calls her she doesn't answer she does call back and she i think clarifies the type of medicine he's supposed to be purchasing um is it like what what is what is your reaction to i mean he had her on the phone and he said it was a it was a 14 second phone call it sounded like she was in the middle of something but it also sounds like he didn't sense that like that could have been a moment of truth right there in the in the middle of
1: that I get it. She, her, let me just explain her broken brain, let's just say it like that, wanted to kill the children. And the devil is going to lead you in whatever direction you have to go in and make you say whatever you have to say. You know what I mean? Like when she said she asked for a lawyer, I get it. Like, yeah, she was out of her mind, but yeah, you get, oh shit, I did something bad. I need a lawyer. Right. Like, I get what she did when I heard she planned it and told him to leave the house. I get it because if you really believe I have to kill my kids because uh, this will save them. This will help them. Yeah, you'll do anything you can to get the person out of the house or, you know, arrange it where you can kill them and be alone. I get what she did, and I feel bad saying that because I feel bad for those kids. But I get it.
0: Ginger, get let, it. Me, let me ask you this. And again, folks, Ginger has gone through this. um I mean, you could argue that the doctors are making improvements because something of this nature is not happening every week. It's not happening every month. It is still very extreme. So, you know, on the converse side, it did happen with her. But possibly a lot of the efforts they're making are in the right direction and successful. But here's the—I think it comes down to this, Ginger. Like what? When when you would be standing over the crib. Yep. And you have the pillow. And he's sleeping, I assume, is your husband sleeping as well? Is it nighttime? No, or he, it daytime?
1: he was at work. It was during the day.
0: During I the day. I, it comes down to what was it that prevented you from from moving forward?
1: Because he woke up.
0: Because he would wake up. I mean, was it daily? Up, I, was it once yeah, that it, was it happened? Daily. It, was it was daily.
1: daily. Yeah. Yep. Wow. I, every day I would blame him because he... Made me fat he changed my body I didn't want him um the doctors told me I couldn't have kids and I was happy I'm like you know what I don't want to bring a kid into this world I'm yeah. happy with not having kids hmm. and then I got pregnant I was like Shit, what what do you mean the doctor right. said I couldn't get pregnant right so when I felt him kick that's it I fell in love oh I felt I quit smoking I, I tried to eat healthy I fell in love with him do, I could oh it Ginger, was let me
0: let me just finally ask you this do you, do you think what what could lift the stigma of people, women, being able to talk about this to like how how hard is it um to get help or to to talk about it? Let's face it, no one wants to talk about talk about it. This isn't something you'd bring up at a party, how was your week? Well, wow, I had an interesting week, you know, and take them through it. Uh no one wants to no one wants to think those things, let alone express them. But what could lift the stigma of this?
1: I hate to say it. I hate to say this. More mothers hurting their kids. Oh. And then eventually people will listen and realize this is serious. I mean yeah. when I went to Butler, the doctor asked me, Do you want to kill your son? And I said yes. Oh. And but guess what? He didn't call DCYF. No, my son stayed with me. Right. Today, today, I think they would have called DCYF.
0: I don't but know. Back then, I don't know. And I don't want to. I. I, I it, listen. There's a lot we don't know about this particular situation. Here's what I want to do. I want to thank. I know it's very emotional, Junior. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us. Your firsthand experience on this is invaluable, and. And hopefully you're right. If one person could hear this and maybe say, I need to get help. You know, one final question. If they had taken you away from your son, would that have made the situation better or
1: worse? Worse, because when I was in Butler, I missed him and wanted to be with him.
0: Okay. But I knew
1: I I wasn't safe around him.
0: You were. It's hard to
1: explain. No, I I understand.
0: See, that's a tough call. And I've heard, I had a long discussion with someone that said... The first impulse would be keep the woman, the mother, away from the child. But then right. they have found in those instances that I was told when they've done that, the condition actually worsens. So, right. for, again, I, I didn't obviously go through but I was told that the, the balancing act is to keep them with the child but try to slowly help the mother regain her footing. Does that make right. sense?
1: Yes, that makes sense. Yep. Okay. I get it.
0: Ginger, thank you so much for talking to me today
1: thank you i appreciate it
0: all right folks there it is there is uh ginger that was not easy um and i also want to just uh, get out in front of listen it's very emotional i i fully get um and i it's more of a radio thing i want to apologize she was speaking very candidly there's certain slang that people use it's it, i i hope Before people start to say, I can't believe I heard her use the word, you know, begins with an S. Let's just, like, try to put it in perspective, right? We're not, I I can immediately, like, my senses go up. With Facebook, it's not a problem. Social media, it's not a problem. Radio, for whatever reason, it's still a problem. You can hear things like that on television. You can hear things like that on television after 10 o'clock. But for some reason... It's still So I, I want to identify that. I fully get we're on the radio. I apologize for anyone that may have heard that. AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Again, I'm, I'm not making excuses. It's someone very emotional, giving a first-hand account of what they went through. And so, but I, I just know the way some people brains operate. This wasn't someone dropping F-bombs. It wasn't someone using obscene language, but it was not lost on me. They were um, using a, a certain slang and so forth. So but again, I, I wanna credit her. You could hear just how personal it is, how emotional it is. And and like everyone else, it, it it's I I say and I, I believe it's what I was call and I was calling it um, an unrelatable crime, but then the more you hear, I I have been surprised and I'm not Dr. Phil, or Phil Donahue, but I'm I'm not I, I I have been surprised the reaction of the number of women that have rallied around her. I've mentioned the page, Lindsay's army of love, and again I want to reset here. Right now it's 12:43. You're listening to the John DiPietro show. It's AM 1380 99.9 FM. I also I believe a number of men should be a little more cautious of some of their with some of their comments because there's there's definitely you 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 wouldn't i i i don't like people that say things that shut down conversations and there are some people that they think that's their place in this world (laughs) and i've talked about it i don't i don't associate with people like that i don't like to be around people once in a while you're around people like that i've already given different instances i i i can't stand people like that they they think like they're the higher we should not be discussing this you know like they they hold the i i don't believe in that and again i'm not saying that this is a teachable moment but this is a story i also get people that say stop talking about it it's too sad that that's not oh okay guess what so was 9-11 watching the plane crash into the building there's a lot of things that are the war atrocities in uh, Ukraine yes there's a lot of stories like that listen we're running when I say we run an adult program I, I don't mean obscene violent adults can have a conversation and that's what we're having on this whole matter so folks this portion of the John DiPietro show that was about as heavy as it gets it was i'm very glad we had iran and um and i also it, it shouldn't be ignored massachusetts certainly carries a certain um cachet that you don't find in other parts of the country highly highly educated massachusetts has um Considered the number one public school system in the country, and a, and a huge part of that is because of the uh, number of college-educated adults that live in and around the Boston area, Massachusetts area, it does. And so, therefore, you have more two-parent households, you have two more two-parent college-educated households, which then, thus, you produce... I believe, better students, and that's a, a huge, huge part of it. And so, therefore, you know, it is so rare that you have someone that works in the nursing profession who's 32 years old in, as we say, you know, the, the nickname is Luxbury, uh, or Deluxebury, excuse me, Deluxebury, instead of uh, Duxbury, and then you have something of this, of this nature. Uh, Brian Walsh was also in court this morning. I'm going to talk about that next hour, and then you have this situation in Andover. I mean, Massachusetts right now. I'm not going to say what's in the water, but there is Andover is a. Again, I I get that people, some people don't understand. When I will mention that it's an affluent community, it's a lovely community, three car garages, a full acre of land, two acre. The reason I mention that is there's there's just more opportunity there's uh, more availability for resources and so something broke down in Andover early this morning I, I think police were called sometime after three o'clock in the morning three thirty, and then you have uh, a 56 year old father 55 year old mother and a 12 year old sixth grade son all shot to death in the home and it sure sounds like it you know the 911 call came from inside So, this is, we're not even into March yet, and these are all between Cohasset and then Duxbury and Amherst. These are all three very, and I fully get, some people don't get, that. you're saying bad things don't, I'm not saying bad things don't happen in those areas, it just is a little unusual. And areas of... Affluence also means availability of resources that you may not have in other communities. I'm not saying any better or worse. This portion of the John DePietro Show is backed by AtMed Urgent Care. Now, folks, remember when you have an emergency, AtMed Urgent Care, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston, right in the Atwood Medical Center, and also 5750 post Road Greenwich. It's really simple. AtMed, A-T-M-E-D, AtMed treat, uh, Urgent Care. When you have an emergency, they're open seven days a week. They have doctors. They have nurses. Now, you may say, well, don't you just go to the emergency room? Well, the emergency rooms are bustling at the seams in the six, seven, nine-hour waits, but not at AtMed Urgent Care. Cost-efficient healthcare alternative to hospital-based emergency rooms. AtMed Urgent Care. Maybe you have a work... They're open seven days a week. I've used both locations. They have walk-in routine urgent care, minor surgical, orthopedic, and trauma. Maybe someone, whatever reason, something happens at work. Or if someone's in a vehicle accident, many times now in the emergency rooms, in the past, people would go to the emergency room and say, I just want to get checked out, blah, blah, blah. A lot of the emergency rooms won't take people like that anymore because they're so overwhelmed between the flu and COVID. At Med Urgent Care, the next time you have an emergency, I'm telling you, you go here, you're never going back to the hospital emergency rooms. Both times that I have gone, they have seen me in less than 30 minutes. And I received the care that I needed. At Med Urgent Care. 1524 Atwood Avenue, Johnston, 5750, post Rhodes Greenwich, At Med Urgent Care. Well, folks, good afternoon. I realize, listen, you're listening to the John DiPietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Hey, listen, I get it. That was a pretty heavy segment. It was heavy on me. That is a lot. I give ginger... Incredible credit. That is courage to talk that way. Admittedly, I, I don't know enough about it. And the prosecutors, I think, are, if you missed our first hour with our legal analyst, Tim Dodd, who we talked about it extensively. If you did miss it, you can log on on the website, dpetro.com You scroll down a little bit. They call it the dashboard under radio show. All of the three hours, every day, are loaded in there. And we have our segment that we did with our legal expert, Attorney Tim Dodd. He broke, I thought he broke it out very, very well. And that was that until pros- prosecutors hear anything differently, until prosecutors come to agreement with the defendant, Lindsey Glancy, until the state, the prosecutors come to a joint belief. That this should be not guilty because of reason of psychosis, postpartum insanity, whatever term they're going to come up with, that she was impaired. Until that happens, they are pedal to the metal with the prosecution. And that was very evident the other day in that arraignment. I've covered, I have covered a lot of arraignments. Unlike some other talk hosts, and I know we have so many new listeners and followers to the program many people that do follow I, i go to court i go inside the courtroom i cover trials i've been to arraignments that that was uh that was that was one for the books haven't heard anything like that that and and by the way that's you know you i i get that people say you know it's a mother but There's precedent. Prosecutors have to act that way. They're building their case. If a judge decides the way this is going to go, then the judge will decide. In the meantime, full blast of how that horrific crime came about. Now, I do want to get the latest on Andover, Mass. Because it is it is just so unusual that this is um, happening at this time that like I said, we're still in. We're still in early February here. We have three major, shocking crimes, and Andover now is the latest. So, and I, I get that it's a developing story. But there is, um, I, I, I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to go. Oh boy. Alright, I'm seeing right now some headlines. Um, Let's see. Authorities say the situation would be a case of domestic violence. The Robinson son Sebastian was also killed in the incident, so the parents are identified in Andover. Oh, there's the boy. He's got a a viola, no, a cello, excuse me, which is not an easy instrument. The father and mother were fatally shot in their home been identified. Andrew Robinson, 56, Linda, identified parents found dead in apparent murder-suicide. Their 12-year-old son was the third victim. Andover police responded to a 911 call inside their home, 48 Porter Road. Breaching through two doors, they found Andrew, Linda, Sebastian, deceased from gunshot wounds. Tragic case of domestic violence and murder-suicide. Andrew Robinson, the father, died in an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound. Sebastian Robinson was a sixth grade student at St. John Prep in Danvers. School has canceled classes today. Oh, so obviously domestic violence between I, I, I agree with. Everyone else, well, other, I'm not going to be the first one to say this, but um, it, 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 it's just, you, you just, we don't know what happened where, I, I, I'm not going to say this perfectly, but it's it's one thing. The DA has identified the 12-year-old Sebastian Robinson and mother Linda. People in the neighborhood said the family pretty much kept to themselves. Andrew Robinson. We'll learn more about the father. I, th- this isn't. People aren't going to maybe fully get, but um, if someone wants to harm themselves, that that's one thing. I'm not. I'm going to give a very imperfect example, Twitch, who was the DJ and Ellen, for whatever reason, whatever road he went down, he decided he no longer wanted to exist on this earth. He either got a weapon, had a weapon, checked himself into a hotel, and took his life. He didn't take out the wife and their children. So, after 3 a.m., I have a feeling we're going to learn a lot more about this Andrew Robinson who they seemingly are identifying so there's some kind of domestic violence he turned the gun on himself after shooting his wife and son to death What? what? I of course none of it makes sense they haven't detailed the nature of the 911 call Whew. what is happening I don't understand any of this I don't folks you know, what what exactly happened? You you you're, you're fifty six years old. Whatever was happening, not only do you take your own life, but first you shoot and take the life of your wife and your twelve year old son. I I don't. We we have major major problems. I don't I don't. I'm not gonna. Um, I'm not gonna. Attempt to give any type of explanation Of what's behind something like this I don't know I don't know But I think we're going to learn Much more about this This father uh, I'm sure over the next seven days So odd Terrible and Unrelated Well, you know, I use that word But apparently not unrelated I don't know what to make of that one I don't know what to make of any of these. And I get it. Um, I understand that... I'm just reading something else. Um, I, I I don't understand um, for that one either. And I'm, I'm not saying that, that I, I need to or you need to or anything like that, but... It's, it's, uh, it is. And I, I, I don't think a lot of people understand what I mentioned. Like, wow, such a beautiful neighborhood. I'm talking about that's Andover, for those that are familiar or unfamiliar. It is a very affluent community. It's, uh, well manicured homes and lawns and successful individuals. And there's the picture of the sun playing the cello. I don't I don't know where did the father get the weapon? Why did he we can only speculate. I don't know if we'll ever know that. who I, I think we may learn more when we learn about the 911 call. I also see um, Rhode Island State Police cruiser involved in situate crash. Boy, they only care when it's one of their cars. 6 a.m. Danielson Pike. Why, you know, the cruiser sustained heavily damaged and Yeah, people are running for their lives from drunk drivers on the highway. But the only time the state police seem to care is when, in fact, that, that one of their cruisers gets hit. Other than that, boy, between them and McKee, they're a good match. Study, Rhode Island ranks number one for worst roads in the U.S. All right, folks, it's 12.59. You're listening to The John DiPietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, next hour, we will talk more of the huge news, boxing champ, any pass? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe just a little bit. Number one. Number two, Brian Walsh was in court, accused of murdering his wife, Anna Walsh. We're going to do the latest on Andover, this developing story horrific and then i'll talk a little bit about i was last night where providence uh gonna choose a new police chief Cranston pd live tomorrow night seven to nine on this facebook page all right we're gonna break get a news update at one o'clock we have another full hour to go facebook live later today keep it tuned right here to the john de show